0: Oh, interesting, interesting talk. I could talk about that forever.
1: I wanted to say something because you, you brought up a really interesting thing about your dreams. And we're talking yeah. about death. And I was just, I've been having these, it's sort of a recurring dream. Mm. I've talked about this before, I think. Um, it's not the same dream, but it's the same place. There's oh, a yeah. place in my dreams. And I've been dreaming about it a lot lately um, where I end up in this lovely place. It's lovely. I love it there. Uh, <laughs> I seem to know where I'm going all the time there too. It's just like this town. It's almost like Kent yeah. uh, in a way. Oh, you've uh, told me about this before. Yeah, I remember. yeah. And it's just, it's, uh, it's really fun. I ride my bike all over the place. Nice. There's these trails, there's a, and I, and I started thinking as I'm dealing with Papa, you know, Uh, And, and I I, actually, I was talking to Rex Lee, we were talking about quantum physics last night. It's so funny. (laughs) You brought that up. And we were talking about how, and we were talking about the matrix and how, you know, in the Bible, it says that we're seated with Christ at at the right hand of God, but we're actually here at the same time and God's outside of time. And, and so there's two realities happening at the same time. And we got into quantum physics, of course, and, and all that and how it's really, it's, Biblically based, that whole scientific thing and how God is actually the master scientist. Anyhow, I forgot where the heck I was going with this whole thing. Uh,
0: something about your dream, the, oh, the recurring yeah, yeah. dream, and then I started <laughs>
1: thinking, you know, is that my alternate reality? Is that yeah. something like heaven that I'm dealing? Because it feels it feels great over there, you know. Yeah, and, and I hate when I wake up and I'm like that was a great dream. And I, and I try to remember the details. And as I'm trying to remember, it just fades away. It goes away. Yeah. I, oh, darn it. I, I wanted that, to tell Anne-Marie all that. was a that. perfect sound effect. <laughs> it was. It was like the great kazoo.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But that is so interesting. I wonder the same thing. I think everybody, everybody wonders that this, those ponder dreams is if we're touching on a different dimension.
1: Yeah. yeah. This feels so real. And like, why, why is my, why am I dreaming in the first place? Why is that happening? And like, what a strange phenomenon that this, this movie kind of plays every night. But the, the frustrating part is how I try to, I I'm enjoying the, the story. It's like, I'm in a movie. Yes. But when I wake up. Why? You're never it- bored in a dream. No, but it just fades away. That's the part I, I hate. Can I try I, to remember it.
0: Can I pause you for one minute? I yeah. need to get some... I'm choking here. Okay. okay. Give me two seconds. Oh, much better. I get... Uh, yeah, just like magic, folks, uh, we are back. And it took uh, took one second out of your life. But it, five hours passed here. Yeah. We're old men now. <laughs> I the get physics. Uh, I get uh, periodically, especially like this time of uh, year, I get this like uh, allergy, uh, just like out of nowhere. And that's Uh what this kind of choking thing was, is uh, just this. Yeah. So I needed uh, I was out of tea. So I just put some water in here. Gotcha. Uh, So we were talking about dreams and all kinds of stuff. You know what I wanted to get back to? Because we were talking. I loved how we ended the show and we were talking about i i don't know how i'd refer i say i'll say papa that's what you yeah said. it is papa yeah yes uh called his relation to you would almost be like a step father grandfather he's my
1: father-in-law yeah okay. i mean okay. you know uh, okay. this is uh uh he, he, technically he would be my grandfather-in-law but that's he, what i thought he, yes but, but he's my he's my father-in-law i, mean, I got you. the only one i ever had uh you know he uh he's uh Uh, There's something very, very special happened between he and I, and it was when my dad passed away. Mm. And uh, I remember being at his house the next day, and you know, the day after is always the hardest. Oh, yeah. Um, And I was just devastated. Mm. And I remember Papa pulled me into his room, just he and he and I. And uh, I, I could, I could barely even put, put my head up. And he said, he's just spoke into my life. And he said, uh, Merle, I, I could never, I would never try to presume to take the space of your father. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I love you, and I'm always going to love you, and I will stand in his office for you. so, and, uh, that's so I've never forgotten that. Mm-hmm. And uh, sure, you know, even uh, when Tracy and I got divorced. Uh, he and, and Nanny, his wife, they told me, nothing's changed. You're still, I, we still consider you our our son in law
0: Yeah, and, that's um, great.
1: And so uh, Papa and I have been friends all that time. And we mm. talk and, you know, mm. and he's always uplifted me. And he's mm. always told me, you know, when things got tough, that he said, look, Merle, the Lord is with you and everything's going to be all right. I can see him in you. I know that he's there. He, mm-hmm. Those are the things, you know, when you hear, you know, I didn't have my dad to tell me that, but I had yeah. him. He, and That's amazing. Every, he told every time I saw him, those were the things that he would tell. In the hospital, just last week, those were the things he was, I was trying to encourage him. He was telling me those things, encouraging me. He wasn't thinking about himself.
0: Exactly. Even,
1: and I was even, I was reading him the Bible. And I was, the, my favorite book in the Bible is the book of John. I read him the whole book. And it's just it's just beautiful. It talks. There's places in there. Let's say when you believe in me, then you can have faith in me. Then you can never die. Um, mm. You know, you, you your body can die, but you never die. Uh, it's, it's, it's you. And then he would say, "I like that part." And then we would talk about that together. Oh, like, so nice. you know, and it, and you know, it was just we had that beautiful time together, and uh, even. Um, you know, we found out that uh, we he was still conscious and but he was in hospice and they were gonna give him his medication and we wanted to be there just in case he never came out of his is that state and we talked and everything and Marie got to we all got to be intimately a part Mm. of the love story. And, um, you know, I'm, I am really happy for him. Uh, I don't know. Being in that new, a bo- hundred year year old body, he's mm. in a he's in a young body now. Yeah. He's strong. I was yeah. seeing he, you know, I saw uh, a picture of him uh, in his in his uniform uh, when he was in in World War II. And he was handsome as anything. Yeah. And just young and strong. And, yeah. and I could just see him looking just like that, you yeah. know, and th- that's where he is now, you know. And I, I can There's imagine my dad over there tugging <laughs> on him, too. Oh, yeah.
0: There's some really good takeaways I want to point out yeah. there. Um, two in particular, and it is we talked about at the end of the show that um the character that people build going through the kind of struggles, like ultimate struggles. And I can't think of a bigger ultimate struggle than war. Or I told you the story about the Holocaust survivor, no bigger struggle than that. Now. but it builds so much character. And yet we're in a society now where this is amazing to me that I can, I just can never wrap my head around how we have such a large percentage of people that are parenting coming from a place of trying to prevent their kids from having any struggle whatsoever. Right. Right. And they're not able. the helicopter to parents. Yeah. 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 So they're not able to function, of course. Right. And again, we're not taught this in schools, just the bare minimum principles of parenting. Uh, The other thing I wanted to bring up about the story that is huge, I have to, I have to bring it to the forefront, is that he would Papa would tell you that he sees God in you and say, all of these things that would make your heart swell and fill your whole soul. And We have so few people in this world that do that for other human beings. And you said he wasn't thinking about himself. That I just have to, I have to say that I have to make a point of that, because that is what's missing in this world. And we are always way more often trying to tear other people down. So we feel better about ourselves. And it's a horrible way to be. Trying to take rather than give.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, Brandon and I uh, were standing outside after he after they took his body away. It was a pretty traumatic scene right there, and he and I just stood there in silence for like ten minutes. We couldn't even speak to each other. Whew, it's hard to even talk about, but uh, it it's just uh, um, we we agreed that we had been. Privilege to bask in the light of a real man. There you and go. And there are very few, yes, that are out there today. But yes. we've been given this tremendous example of of what a real man actually is, and it's a self sacrificing warrior that loves. And, uh and I'm talking about the the God kind of love, the self-sacrificing mm-hmm. kind of love yes. and uh he 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 epitomized that all the way to the end of his hundred wow. almost 101 year old life and uh I am just so thankful that um, God brought him into my life yeah. you know yeah um, well
0: I'm so thankful that through my whole life you've shared these kind of things with me because it inspires me. I never forget any of this stuff. I tell other people the stories that we talk about and uh, it's really important. I'm just, I'm glad that we uh, don't skip over this. I'm glad that you had that conversation with Brandon. Yeah, Uh, It's really important. And he's going to spread that to other people too.
1: Yeah, we talked about a Twilight Zone episode as well. And I was saying, this is what heaven is like. This Twilight Zone was uh, Scatman Crothers was in it. And uh, I don't you know, know if that. you remember that guy. He's a, no. He was the guy, the bald uh, guy, black guy that was in The Shining uh he's oh yo you can shine uh he was in chico and the man he was the garbage man anyway uh he's okay. a great guy uh bow-legged old dude anyway he uh he was in this uh one where he's he's coming into this old folks home he's one of the old folks and uh they were saying and he he he, he gets with all these old people and he's like let's all go out and play a game of kick the can and they were like All these old people were like, oh, just like when we were kids, we could play kick the can. But there was this one old guy that was like, you can't play kick the can. We're old. We're going to get hurt out there. And they were like, oh, get away. And then this cat man was, he seemed so charismatic. And and, and of course, there was a person watching the door, but she was asleep. So they had to sneak past her. It was really cute. Everybody went outside except for that one crotchety old man. And as soon as they went out the door, they turned into young people again they were like yeah. 14 13 yeah. years old and they're running around with their oversized clothes they're all wearing the same clothes and they started playing kick the can you hear one of them Ollie, we income come free and the old man's upstairs like what's going on out there and he looks out they keep kids eyes yeah he can't believe his eyes what's going on and one of the friends of his comes up and he's like come on man this is real you can do this so the end of the thing was the old man goes out there and he becomes a a kid again with all that energy and youth. And he hears "Ollie, Ollie, and come free, runs off into the dark, you know? I love it. That's Papa. He's with all of his friends right now. He's got all that energy and everything. And he's used to seeing Scatman Crowley's joyful face and everything too. well that's what heaven is like
0: agreed and there's more to it than just that and that is as we i swear as as soon as you turn like 25 or certainly 30 people forget how to play
1: well that's true and that is so
0: true. there's a lesson there i to this day i've said this before i love throwing frisbee Mm -hmm. And when on the rare occasions where I find somebody that will throw a Frisbee with me, I'll run my butt off and uh, like a little kid and my adrenaline flows and I I have a great time. And I've given this thought before about going on that next door app and saying, hey, uh, tonight or tomorrow at seven o'clock, I'm going to be at this park throwing Frisbee if anybody wants to show up.
1: That's cool. And that would be it, cool. I'd like to I see should what do happens. That. I've yeah. thought about that
0: because dude, I can't find anybody. It's what yeah. I said. People like what play. Uh, right. I do recall like on occasion, Dan, Dan and, uh, and Janine, he's got a giant group of friends. They all like to party, like have parties all the time and stuff, but they'll also organize every now and then like a kickball game.
1: I love kickball.
0: And I think that that, I think, think that uh, we should think more along those lines. I remember telling you worried about going into the winter with the pandemic and all that I wanted to find a place where I could play ping pong. And There's not any place close around here. There's no
1: place around here either. And yeah. ping pong is a great, so is a fun. great time. And it's actually, it's a great workout too.
0: It's, it is. Um, Scott and I, your
1: brother. Oh would play. my we're God. Remember sweating. down at the, at Crazy. the, lo- down in at Kent in the loft. I uh, never
0: played there, but he and I played here in the
1: Heights. Uh, Jillian oh, used to be a Jillian's oh, here. Was there, there was a ping pong table there too. And pool tables. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the, yeah. that's right. I remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Uh, my mom and Larry when they when they were first married uh, they got a ping pong table and they put it down in the basement. Uh-huh. And whenever we'd have family gatherings, you oh, know, so we were funny. down at that ping pong table. And Larry, my stepfather, is a—I yeah. didn't know this—he's a great ping pong, highly competitive ping pong <laughs> player. And man, we'd be down there sweating, trying to. And I—I I just wanted—if I, I, I wish Larry wasn't so good at ping pong. I, I was really—I don't know if I ever beat him. Oh, uh, but wow. it, Yeah, he was really good. And, and, Unbelievably well, good. That's really good. Yes. And, it, yeah. and it, so it was like I said, he was we were we'd have these fierce battles uh, down there. Uh, the other the other thing, too, is so we'd play over at Kent, and one day my pastor heard us, Jim Short. He heard mm-hmm. us talking about this, and he was this very I gentle this man. You told yeah. me about this. and he's like, Oh, let's go down there and, and maybe we'll get some pie after. <laughs> That's our laughed, you know, and we were like. Okay, old man, come on. Man. And we were like, I remember like the day before, you know, or as we we're on our way over to the, the loft, we we're like, <laughs> we're gonna kick his butt, you know, like they kick the pastor's butt. That's so evil. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. But oh my gosh. He was like a magician with that ping pong ball. I mean, it was like, where is the ball? It was like, it was like Bugs Bunny. It was like, strike one, strike two. (laughs) Yeah, just talking to ourselves. The ball's going like this. Yeah, and then he was like, okay, now let's get some pie. We're like, I don't know of any place to buy some pie here. You know, and it was like the the rat skeller was right across, and it said pizza on it. Yeah, he's like. Uh, right there. Let's get some pizza pie. What are you talking about?
0: Oh, Oh, I'm so hungry
1: now. And pizza, God, good pizza. There's nothing like good pizza. There really isn't. Mm. And I've had, uh, you know, uh, with this whole thing happening with Papa, you know, you bring Mm. food and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I, I brought some pizzas over there and there's some of the best pizza that we had over there was so good. Wow. Mm. And, uh, I, I mean, I can't imagine a world without pizza. (laughs) seriously terrible thought it is a you know i talked to my mom about this and she was saying you know i don't think i had pizza until i was in college and then i started to look at like the history of pizza here in this country Mm -hmm. right about the time she was in college is when pizza really came on the scene here they're they're older people they don't pizza was a new thing for them (sighs) Uh, Of course, pizza's been around for a long time, just not here, not a big popular thing here in the United States. And I also found out that macaroni and cheese is another one that somehow is a newer thing. Mm. I don't know how that happened, but these are two of my favorite things.
0: Yeah, there's. my favorite pizza place is in Sarasota, uh, where really? we stay. We oh, It's one of the first things we do is go to ah. Solizano's. And uh, I always call them Jersey Boys, because mm. their sign looks like that. They're both these two brothers from from Jersey. And so they bring this New York, New Jersey style pizza over with them. And they're hugely popular in Sarasota. They have about three different, uh, maybe four different. Uh, stores or restaurants and it's so good you get it by the slice or the whole pie and it's like you know they always you go walk in there at any time they have like four different ones sitting in that window and you want all of them yeah
1: (laughs) yes yes oh my god is it good oh jeez it's just a smell when you walk in and you're hungry and it's just like, you Oh, I'm almost overwhelmed. Like I'm ready yeah. to eat my hand. Yes. Uh, I'm it, hungry that, now. It's Anne Marie's favorite food is pizza.
0: Oh, it's, uh, it's right up there with just about everybody. I
1: think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I love it. Remember that school when it'd be pizza day, everybody,
0: Oh, yeah. would, oh pizza,
1: <laughs> everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And spaghetti. <laughs> and I always that loved the spaghetti of, yeah, me and too. meatballs too. Meat. too. You know what? Uh, Brandon growing up hated spaghetti. Really? Uh, like, you don't like spaghetti. He hated a lot of things, uh, but spaghetti was one. And uh, me being the ornery guy that I am, I would I would threaten him by saying, uh, "Hey, you know what we're having for dinner tonight?" And he go, "What?" I go, "Spaghetti," like that. <laughs> he <go>, "No." <laughs> I go, "Spaghetti," and I would say it <laughs> a bunch of times until he cried. That's <laughs> uh, terrible. That is terrible. He likes it now, so really, so, so I can't I believe he didn't.
0: Worked. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't like it. I i never
1: knew anybody that didn't like spaghetti you know <laughs> and hallie would go she'd start laughing ha, because her brother's crying and i go hey hallie you want to go to the car wash go, no we're going to the car wash He cried too <laughs> what a terrible day i don't know why they like me why did she why was she afraid of the car Well, oh, she was terrified of the car wash i mean it was just like a big monster you know you go in there Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I only took her there once and that, uh. it was almost like having a, a wildcat in the car. It's <laughs> just like, I don't ever want to go through that again wow. She's screaming and everything. And she's got she's got a loud voice, boy, uh. an opera singer.
0: Hey, did I tell you that we're doing Thanksgiving for Memorial Day?
1: Yes, that I is a great wait. idea. Yeah,
0: it's uh, I think it's all of our favorite holiday, the whole family. And uh, it's my favorite meal of the year. You've said that too. mine.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. exactly. I've
0: enough. always I've always vied for with the family for years. I've been saying we should have two Thanksgivings have thanksgiving 2.0 in march there's nothing going on in march you know and we don't have another get together forever well you know finally well at least we're doing this we we deferred our thanksgiving now of course lisa and i did our own on our own and it was very good but there's nothing like the the big family thing because Ah, everybody yeah everybody
1: pulls out the stops on this one you know absolutely absolutely well this is going to be great man i can't
0: on that new patio,
1: yeah, from a from a patio, yeah, yeah. Hopefully the weather works out. So yeah. uh, you
0: got, hey, you got any uh, plans for like Memorial Day weekend? It's kind of a big thing. It,
1: it, it is, and we don't have any plans. I'm not hmm. really sure at this point what we're gonna do. Should we should do a
0: picnic or something we,
1: outside. We might, or we we might do a little bit of traveling as well. Anne Marie and I have been kind of exploring new areas around mm. uh, California. We went to this really great place last week weekend called uh, Santa Paula, which is sort of uh, it's probably about an hour and a half kind of north um, wh- uh, east of here. Mm. And uh, this beautiful little town, it was just really fun to just check it out. We had great food there and and a uh, great atmosphere kind of got away from the whole hustle bustle of the city mm-hmm. and all. And uh, there's, there's just some great places here in California we haven't seen yet. Sure. So Who knows? We'll see. Oh, that's cool. You know, yeah. I
0: had a I had another <clears throat> lighter
1: side story I
0: wanted to tell you about because it uh, it gets back to honestly to the whole conversation we had about character. And uh, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna pull anything up. I'm just gonna tell you about it that so this, uh, this off duty police officer is at this beach, I don't remember the name of the beach, but it's it's right on the F- uh, Florida panhandle close to Alabama. Uh, but close to Pensacola. And there's a riptide. This four teens got pulled out into the current the riptide current and were on the verge of drowning. Oh my and the people tried to form a human chain, and but they didn't have enough people to oh. go out that far. And this off duty police officer ran out there, swam out there and uh, started pulling these kids in. And then uh, with the help of a a couple of other people we were able to save all four of them. And my point to it is, is as dangerous as this was try to put yourself into that situation. If you were there and you're trying to, of course, try to do the human chain, but the the bravery, the character I'm getting back to is of this police officer. Think about the character that uh, the average, you know, before you and I had the discussion about, yes, there are bad apples out there, because remember that awful story about the Colorado uh, police uh, department where uh, this couple. A uh, man and woman, police officers who also were in a relationship, were laughing about dislocating this old woman with Alzheimer. Her shoulder. yeah,
1: that was terrible.
0: And so the other lady police officer uh, released leaked the video of this because she's like this. This toxic culture here has got to end. So right, we had right. a we had a brief conversation about yes, that I don't think that's the norm, but that is out there, right? And, but more often than not, this is my point. You got these kind of guys who. Has the character because uh, police? It bothers me so much that we have this culture now that is anti-police. Again, it's that kind of stuff started in the '60s a lot too, right? Right. Pig and all that stuff. And well, we do need to filter out the toxicity of that culture. I always said and my belief is we need better training and recurring training for police officers. Yes. So we <clears throat> weed these the dumbasses out. Yeah, yeah. But. But Agreed. again, my point is, put yourself on that beach when that happened. Would you, we all want to pretend that we would be the hero. I'd be running out there and diving in like Baywatch into that water and, you know, swimming like a fish out there and rescuing those kids. Well, would you? Would You, you? don't
1: know unless you're in that situation. Exactly.
0: Right? But that guy did.
1: Yes, he did. He
0: risked his own life. He has a family. I read about that. He's got a family that he needs to protect. And yet he risked his life and saved those kids. I just think that's an amazing story. It is amazing. And And we
1: should be, I mean, as we are celebrating this, but the the country should be celebrating more of this. This is the kind of stuff that should be in the news. Yeah, because. For every horrible police story, there's probably 200 great stories like this. I mean, these people got into that line of work because they have big hearts and they care. Sure. Are there are there bad apples in there? There's bad apples in every industry. Uh, We've seen them. So it's it it's not because police are bad. It's because people, yeah. <laughs> we got we, yeah. got, we got some stuff going on down here, but for the most part, you know, when we take a look at this whole defund thing, you know, yeah, uh, the polls are pretty, pretty strong on this, that the black community, yes. they don't want to defund the police. In fact, uh the indications are that they'd rather have more, as you said, more training for the police to be able to diffuse situations that are happening here mm-hmm. and you always hear about um you know the the Michelle Obama talking about her kids and how she worries every time that her kids leave the house that yeah. something bad's going to happen yes. to them I, I don't i don't worry about them running into the police uh, my mm-hmm. kids are are very uh, uh they're not going to try to resist arrest or anything like that sure. they 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 know better than that uh, they know that that's how you get killed. And um, and I wish more people would just, what, what, what somebody came up with a slogan that I heard recently. It was um, comply and come home alive. There was, some, there was a rhyme or something, but you know. but you, Just don't resist arrest. Yeah, comply with these guys, you know. Yeah. And uh, 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 what we're seeing almost every single one of these is something about resisting arrest. Mm-hmm. Dirt, you just yeah. saw down in Atlanta, the guy, remember last year, the, the, the cop that the, the two cops that went to arrest that guy at Wendy's and mm-hmm, they ended up in a big tiff and they yep. shot that guy who tried to, who actually took the stun gun of the one officer and Turned tried to shoot that cop. Yeah. Right there. Well,
0: all gloves that, are that, off.
1: That, that police officer that was suspended is back on the force yeah. now. Right. Uh, he was illegally let go uh, without any kind of uh, there was no yes. oversight it was just up. Oh, he's guilty goodbye that's
0: that's no, know, it's amazing that we allow this to happen in our culture, but we're so threatened. We're threatened with being called a racist and you know what it is, man. Like we talk about all the time. We grew up, our entire generation grew up watching good times and uh, Archie bunker and all that being anti-racist. They, most of our parents forced us to watch roots, which is horrifying. So yeah. no, there's no way that you're going to be raised as a racist. I'm not saying that out in the, the hills, that there aren't racists. Yes. they. But we got, we're so guilt ridden and susceptible, like to be called a racist. First of all, is the most horrible thing you could say to another human being. It is. And, and yet it's a sport now. Um, but to use our guilt against us—it's—it's it's strong enough to allow this movement to happen, which is mind blowing to me. That um, we can have this whole defund the police and uh, the whole Black Lives Matter movement, as if we don't realize that Black Lives Matter. You know? Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. the
1: whole—the whole notion of the—the the name Black yes. Lives Matter. Like, who's saying that Black Lives don't matter? Anybody yeah. that I've known that has said that. Nobody likes that person. There
0: you go. Exactly. Hey, I just (laughs) wanted, you made me think that I should just share this because uh, to celebrate this guy, this is the guy, uh, the police officer at that beach. His (laughs) name's Anthony Georgie. And okay, uh, that
1: guy could be a professional swimmer. Look at him; he doesn't have an look... ounce of fat on him. Right, right, right. They look at his head. I mean, is he? I mean, he looks like he looks like a swimmer. He, he's he got does his shaved head and everything. His body is. He looks, he looks like a, a great body. dad, like yeah, you know, be, and I'm dad. sure he is. Sure cool he is. tattoos. That looks like scripture he's got on him.
0: Yeah, so it was Johnson Beach in Port Perdido Key. Yeah, uh, where they I was, mean uh, it was on Mother's Day.
1: The chances uh, yeah. of that guy getting caught up in the in the uh in that whole uh what do you call it? The the riptide? The, the riptide is yeah. almost a hundred percent. And yeah. and people that are, gosh, we just here a few months ago, professional wrestler down at the beach goes out swimming, he gets caught in riptide. Is they don't right? see him again for several days until his body washes really? up I'm sure. this guy's a picture of health oh um, wow. yeah so i mean you know d- these riptides are super dangerous man mm. and i mean gosh if anybody's telling you there's riptides out there do not don't go out there i guess a- I've, <laughs>
0: I've always thought like I'm a, I'm a really good strong swimmer and i always thought that that could never happen to me but Yeah. The story, like you're sharing there, like I've never experienced this riptide thing. Um, Hey, how about we end on? Play around with that. uh, I wanted to talk about uh, this, is just tabloid stuff. You and I talked on the phone the other day about, I was, my mind was a little blown that Candace Owens got caught into this whole tabloid kind of thing with um, Chrissy Teigen and uh, Nicole Arbor. And Chrissy Teigen is that former model with the giant face that uh, she's married to John legend. I think that's really how she's so
1: famous. Oh, right, right.
0: Okay. And so Chrissy Teigen uh, has some absolutely uh, mind bending tweets in her past about telling people that they should commit suicide and saying absolutely horrible things. I don't have anything in front of me. So I, I could look it up. I just don't feel like it. Um, but that's that's the thing is uh, Candace Owens uh, had screen captures of the, all of these horrible tweets of hers that she has since deleted. And, of course, Chrissy Teigen is somebody that constantly virtue signals out there. So oh, she has I see. the insurance policy. Right. Yes. Yes. And so she can do no wrong. Well, obviously, Candace Owens is the champion of conservatism and called her out on this. So Nicole Arbor, who's kind of a pseudo comedian. Uh, gets in on the action she's kind of conservative she calls out the left is kind of her gig and it's really uh uh edgy because she's Canadian uh-huh. and you know, so there's that well she got in over her head uh because Nicole Arbor tries to side up with Chrissy Teigen and actually goes on some kind of a panel with uh with um Candace Owen because Candace Owen challenged her to a debate so she goes. I think this is live. My impression is this is live, and they're doing this panel, and it took only a few minutes before Nicole Nicole Arbour stormed off. And could uh, <laughs> you imagine that she even for a minute?
1: So wait, she's gonna debate Candace Owens yes. and and uh, gets gets there and and actually leaves the debate yeah, within a I, few minutes.
0: Yeah, I wish I read this story close. I kind of uh, like skimmed through bullet points and, you know, because I don't care about it that much. But I the point when I came back with the reason that I wanted to tell you in the first place is I can't believe Candace Owens is stooping to this level that she's now in this circus with these other shallow, really shallow surface people.
1: Right. Well, for, I agree with you, because uh, Candace is one of the most talented individuals at, she, at, at at being able to really state the conservative case and uh with facts and history and and passion and 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 more facts (laughs) and um and and she's like an encyclopedia of facts so yeah I, i i agree with you that why did she stoop to that level but What person in their right mind would try to debate her? (laughs) I I wouldn't. As much as I know, I would not want to debate her. If you want to look
0: up Nicole Arbor, like go to her Facebook page and see some of her videos, Uh, some are kind of clever, um, but you will see that that was a really dumb move for her. (laughs) (laughs) That was not smart. Yeah.
1: But you're right, though. I mean, I see Candace. I mean, she did speak about potential presidential ambitions and and i believe that you know she'd be a, a serious she'd contender right uh yeah. you know there there are a lot of, there, are, there she would be i mean i could see her but but then you know sometimes you look at people like that and you think could she be of more value outside of politics so like jordan really, peterson yes exactly yeah. so you know and, and when you look at people that get into politics sometimes they get lost in politics mm-hmm. and and they just get it's an ugly sport that's Politics why trey trey
0: Gowdy got out of it
1: and I don't he's blame him. that guy would be the best president ever he would have um, been a good one yeah he,
0: he's like a male white version of candace owens really yeah, yeah, he's just he's super amazing. clear-headed like he could yeah. be right there in congress and, and they're saying all this dopey stuff and he'll cut right through all of it with all this, you know, crystal clear logic. That's what you Candace know, Owen. Remember that one video with Candace Owen where she's what was it? It, it was like she was up in front of Congress. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. all these leftists were taking oh, turns, just yeah. jabbing her right down yep. the line. And yep. the one guy's like, Oh, I'll cede my time to Candace. Yeah. And she just lit right through them, man. I mean, imagine like all a those cameras on knife you, through
1: butter, right.
0: All that attention on you. And she was just woof, focused.
1: You were talking about the. I, now I forgot his name. Uh, you just brought his name up. Jordan Peterson. Uh, the, no, uh, the the Congress. Trey Gowdy. T- Trey Gowdy. Yeah. You know. Uh, have you ever watched that show, Forensic Files? No. No. Uh, it's Never always about. Uh, oh, it's a pretty interesting show about mm-hmm. how these forensics people can figure out who killed who with DNA mm-hmm. and all the. I, I don't know how anybody gets away with anything, but I have seen <laughs> Trey Gowdy on that show a couple of times because he was the trial attorney, uh, proving that so-and-so killed so-and-so. So So this was the, these are before he became a Congressman and he's actually, he's, he's a trial attorney. That's what he's good at. And uh, boy, he goes in there and uh, he guys, the guy's super talented at being a trial attorney. He's one of the best out there. Yes. Wow. Interesting. Interesting guy. People
0: that I, I can only describe it in this way: the people that like uh, Candace Owens, like him, that just see things so clearly, yes, and obviously, I really admire
1: that. I do too. I yeah. do, and and then can can speak about it so eloquently to mm-hmm. to make your heart pretty much catch on fire. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's burning yeah. within you, and yeah, uh, yeah. We, uh, I think the we conservative go. movement needs more of those kinds of people because uh, they are seriously lacking any kind of chops whatsoever,
0: man, that was really well put. And that's a, it's a sad reality. Um, what's going on in our politics today is disgusting that we have the idiocracy that is really going on throughout both sides, you know, and I don't know that kind of, I agree. Don't you, mm, I, there's so much manipulation going on with the elections, with the mainstream media. My God, there's. Did you hear about more stuff about Hunter Biden that they found on his laptop just the other day? No, no. Oh, now I can't remember off the top of my head. He's so far deep. Oh, he was getting offered more money uh, through some China organization. I think uh, 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 it's just really deep. And so once again, this stuff was repressed until after the election, yes. it, that would have that would have killed it, if this stuff really would have come up in the mainstream media.
1: Oh, well, give them, again, it goes back to that book I'm about to read and um, mm. how the manipulation happens and how they love to. If you can print money and it's if mm. it's good, then you could buy anybody.
0: You mm-hmm. know what I
1: mean? In, mm-hmm. Especially in politics, those are probably the easiest people to buy off. And then what they do yes. is once they buy them off, then the blackmail starts yeah Ooh, and yeah. Uh, it looks to me like uh there's quite a few people that are caught in this uh in this horrible web that they've designed mm-hmm. um you know and i'll, I'll uh, one other thing had you seen um uh, mayor Lightfoot and her latest uh, antics that are happening <sighs> in Chicago how is it that you said what's going on in politics how can somebody like that get away with that let me just elected? say what it is is yeah. Is that she is saying that she uh, just to for equity purposes, mm-hmm. that uh, oh, she's, she's all not black going to, reporters, yeah, only only reporters talk. of color can, yeah. can talk to her. Yeah. And it's like, wait, that's the most racist thing yeah. I've ever heard a, a public official say. How does she uh, get elected? I don't know. Me. Amazing. I mean, you just it, 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 there's nothing about her character or the way that she her politics, crossed, her physical appearance. I mean, she looks I, I hate she's to say scary it, looking. Man. It looks like she just rolled out of a out of a out of bed. She looks I, I'm not trying to be mean, but I mean, fix yourself up a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry that was mean, but I mean, gosh, she is she, what it she, is. It's kind of scary. I mean, uh, Anyway, maybe, you know, I say this, that beauty comes from within. Yeah. And I I, I guess that's really what I'm talking about here. Mm -hmm. It seems like ugliness is when you say I'm only going to talk to people of color. Well, you might as well be Bull Connor uh, Mm -hmm. down in the Mm -hmm. the, down during the civil rights movement, that Mm -hmm. horrible man down in the south. You're you're the same person. The same spirit is in you as is in that guy. Racism.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, how do how do we not call that out? And I, as I said, it's a horrible word, the R word, it, but it's thrown around uh, with reckless abandon in all the wrong ways.
1: Here's something I saw, Barry, and I know we got to wrap up here. Yeah, we I gotta do, go too. But it is is I saw her in a conference with her alderman. Those are the city councilmen. And one of them, uh, I think his last name is Lopez. I'm not sure, but he he, he is Hispanic. But what he was saying in this conference call is, look, <clears throat> and his district is like maybe 10% white. Uh, he was saying, uh, look, we can't close our eyes to what's really happening here. The What's really happening is we're letting all these illegals into our into our place and their the crime and murder has gone up 50% here. Mm-hmm. And she says, People are not illegal. That's a racist trope that you're throwing, in. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, the guy's Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, so so. here's the deal. They've redefined racism so that when real racism actually happens, you can't recognize it.
0: Yeah, it, it totally, it's, yeah, they're, they're always redefining words.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. All
0: right, we got to go. Uh,
1: yeah, it's been great.
0: Oh, really has. This has been a tough one to to yeah, back yeah. out of,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, no we'll
0: kidding. We'll probably great. call you later.
1: <laughs> okay, that sounds good. We'll <laughs> right, amaze dude. Lisa again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have a great weekend, man. You too, Love Barry. You. Love right, you bye. too,
1: buddy. Bye.